Hey everyone and welcome back to Beauty Travel and Sophistication. I am your host, God's Masterpiece 22. Thank you all so much for tuning in right here. Now, for some of you guys that don't know where the name came from, Beauty Travel and Sophistication, those are three things I live by, three things that mean so much to me. Beauty, first of all, starts from within. Uh, travel, I love to travel. Uh, I have since I was young and it's always been a part of me. And then sophistication, because I feel every lady should be and feel sophisticated in every way, uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And that you should always feel like the classy queen that you are, sophisticated, um, yet having a gentle spirit, a calm spirit, and a woman that's just dainty and knows what she wants in life. So I hope that you'll stay for a while on this episode. We're gonna be talking about a lot of things, um, not just what the title of the episode uh, says, but there's going to be a lot that we're going to discuss today. You know, we're still in quarantine, so we'll be talking a little bit about that and much more. So definitely stay tuned. All right. So how is everyone doing during this quarantine season is my first question. How are you all handling still being inside and, you know, not being able to do things that you normally would be doing even on the weekends? I know it's been over a month since we've been, you know, locked down and it's all for the good. You know, I know last week I discussed, you know, my symptoms and things that was going on for me as it related to COVID and um, things like that. And... I wanted to know how you all were doing, uh, you know, how have your spirits been, you know, are you still having that high positivity or just being optimistic in general, or have you just become a pessimist and it's just really down and don't know really what to do. You feel discouraged. You feel lonely. One of the things I will recommend is the Bible app. This is not a sponsored segment. The Bible app uh, is a great app to use. I'm a believer. I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart. And I do my best to live righteously and live right. You know, we're, we all fall short, right? We don't get it right every day. But by God's grace and mercy, we are still here today. The Bible app has great scriptures for you to read. They have different types of um, readings that you can do, and they all are based on different things. So let's say if you're struggling financially, there's... Um, a little uh, readings that you can do if you are feeling low, you're feeling discouraged. You know, um, um, there are things out there, readings for if you're about to be married, uh, readings for couples, readings for singles. The list goes on and on and on. So it's great. And they have been doing different types of um, messages that I get sent. And they are awesome. And there are different messages for what we're going through right now. They have some that's on, let's see if I can find them. Okay, maybe not everything. I'm trying to see where they usually are in my um, Bible, in my, in my email. But usually you'll get different, uh, they're from you version. And there'll be some that's like, what's bringing you hope? And then they'll have a scripture next to a reading. Um, so that, you know, you can relate. And you're like, okay, where did this come from? So yeah, there's lots of different Bible verses, verse images where you can create a verse or not create a verse, but create an image from a verse 
Uh, again, like I said, different plans. I think I said readings, but they're plans. You can get badges. You can even send a prayer request out for people that you are uh, connected with on the Bible app. So that's awesome. And they even have a kids section too. So that's great if you have children. But that is great. It'll help you through so much during this difficult time. I know some of you all have lost loved ones. And I am truly sorry and praying for you all during this time. And know that this is going to end at some point. But right now, we need to be inside. Yes, you need to go out outdoors for different things. Do it. But for the, some states, I feel that's already opening up borders or, you know, opening up different things. I, I don't know, y'all. I don't know about y'all. But for me, I'm like, that is a hot mess because you're exposing more people to potentially get the virus. And if we're trying to slow the spread, we can't slow it opening up businesses. You get what I mean? So I'm not going to dwell too much on this because it is a, uh, a topic that's sad. And you know me. All my episodes, I'm very cheerful and upbeat, and I want to be the same on these episodes, on this episode too, excuse me. But I just want to say a couple of things that's been going on lately. I've had a move during this time, which is unfortunate. Uh, I never thought I'd be moving during a quarantine, or during quarantine. I never thought I'd be moving during, you know, this pandemic. But unfortunately, it was the best thing for me to do. You know, where I was staying was just not a, a good place for me um, when it came to my health. And so I did move. Um, I prayed and I knew it was the best thing for me to do. So moving while a pandemic is going on is not necessarily the first thing I'd recommend. But if you have to, then I say go for it. So I've been doing that. Um, it's been different, you know, uh, getting signing the lease and, you know, meeting with the, the lazy, the um, leasing agent and you know she's showing me my place and we have to be six feet apart you know it's unfortunate you know like during the social distancing signing paperwork you know you got to be apart and I can't wait till this is all over you know you see everyone with masks and people never wore masks before unless you were celebrating Halloween if y'all were doing that and if you're like working in the health field now masks is like a hot commodity like everybody needs it so it's been different but you know I'm getting through it um, let's see what else. I think that's about it. <laughs> that's been going on. Oh, no, it's not. I had a situation that happened today, y'all. So I had in a quick weave for a couple of weeks. And last time I had a cap on my head and then we put the weave on. But this time we decided to just glue the weave onto my hair. And we use like some type of glue on my hair first, y'all. I've never experienced this in my entire life. So I was like, what the heck is going on? Anyways, I'm trying to take it out. I take it out yesterday and I see that my hair looks like, what did it look like? I wrote it down because I got this from a comment from YouTube and I had to use it because I was like, this is exactly what's going on. My hair was looking like an abandoned bird's nest, y'all. It looks so bad. I was like, I can't get my hair you know, to comb through, I was like, I'm about to shave this, go to a barber, because I need to start from scratch. And, you know, I was getting different opinions from different people, what to do, what happened to them. And I'm like, let me call my beautician back from Florida. And she gave me the right advice. Everybody else was like, hey, use olive oil, you know, use conditioner, use this and that, use Google glue or whatever. <laughs> and um, I was like, I'm not about to go back out the store and get stuff. 
I had used canola oil, y'all, because I didn't have olive oil. I thought I did. And I'm like, I'm using something that I'm supposed to cook with. I even used argan oil. I even used some conditioner. And um, nothing was working with the shea moisture. So I took my beautician's advice, and she was like, shampoo your hair, then use the conditioner for 15 minutes. And I did that. And let me tell y'all, it was so easy to just comb through my hair. Well, it was so easy to kind of run my fingers through it in the shower. And then when I got out, my hair looked like dread, like straight up dreaded. And I've had that happen before when I left my braids in too long, like eight. How long did I have my braids in? A few years ago, I had braids, and I think I had it in for eight weeks. And y'all, when I took it out, my hair was dreaded. And that's what it reminded me of. But thank God, you know, yes, I may have lost some hair, but I didn't lose it all, y'all. I still got some hair. So that's something to praise God about and rejoice that I'm not bald. You know, I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, how do you feel if I were to cut my hair? Or, you know, kind of, you know, get a really low cut. And he was like, oh, is there any other way you could just resort to like going to a barber and just getting it trimmed? So I don't think he was too fond of me cutting it all off. I actually thought of doing it and then surprising him. And I think I would have been in for the surprise when I would have saw his face. Like, what the heck did you do to your hair? But yes, I'm probably not going to get any more quick weaves. And I just want to do a better job of taking care of my hair. Because I think that's the most critical part of, you know, um, of, you know, wanting to nurture your hair, care for your hair in every way possible. So, yes. That is the goal now to just, you know, keep my hair healthy and, and things like that. Okay, now that I got that out the way, let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about on today, which is meeting the parents. Meeting the parents! Meeting the parents, OMG, is a... I'm walking around, if, I, I feel like if you don't really hear me that up close in person. Okay, so meeting the parents of your significant other, right, is a huge deal, especially if you feel that this is someone that you can end up with long-term. So I've met, in my years of living, I've met some parents, and they've all went well. I don't think I've ever had one that didn't go well, now that I'm thinking about it. Let me see. I remember I went and met one lady way back in the day, 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 and she was moving. The, the son's mom was moving and I came over to help. And I had went over to his place when he was in college housing to visit him. And I remember I came by and she was like, oh, hi, how are you? And, you know, we did a little conversation. And then he was like, yeah, she came to my room the other day and her face was looking like, did you do what I think you did with her? And he was like, no, nothing went down. And I remember after that, he was like, oh my gosh, my mom was talking to my aunt about you and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, I only met her for like five minutes, but that's cool. So I think the mom liked me in that short period of time. Because the thing is about parents is they sometimes can read who the individual is and either they get a sense of, yes, this is a good one or no, it's not. And then I think a few years later, I met another guy's family. They were nice. I met them like separately. Like I never met his real dad, but I met his stepdad and his mom was super sweet. And, you know, it was always just like, how are you? How are things going? And, uh, you know, when he was away, I would stop by and say hello to the mom. And cr crazy thing is I met his mom while he was already living in another country because due to the military. So it was one of those like, hey how are you? Nice to meet you. Never met you before till now. And you know, it's a little different because your son's not here to introduce me to you. So it was a little bit, 
not in the most, it wasn't common, but it went very well. Now, one of the things I always, when I was younger, I always used to say, if something doesn't work out with the guy, but me and the mom are close, do I just drop them too because I'm not with the guy? And some of my friends were like, yeah, you do because, you know, that's part of your past now. You're not with that guy anymore. So why would you want to keep in touch with their mom? But I'm like, but their mom didn't do anything. Why can't we be friends? But they're like, but then when you get with another guy and you're, you meet his mom, then how do you think that's going to feel? That's going to be really awkward. And then I said, you know what, self, you are right. Because if I was t- talking to a guy and he said he still kept in touch with his ex's father, I'd feel some type of way. Like, well, why are you still keeping in touch with him? Because at the end of the day, if that parent likes you, they're going to do whatever they can to still try and keep you to try and get back with their, you know, son or daughter. And you don't want anything to come between you and your new relationship. That's one of the things I will say. You want to make sure that it is like it's going good from the start and that there is no outside factors that's going to influence y'all's relationship. So anyways, I remember with this one particular lady, we stayed friends even after me and the guy were done. And this was years later. And I just... I didn't want to give up on her because she was such a nice lady and so positive. And eventually I had to, because I kept saying to myself, listen, if I don't let go of this, I'm never going to move on and I'm never going to find love again because I'm holding on to the past and I can't do that. And so hopefully now she understands, you know, I never kind of told her, I kind of just did it, but you know, it, it was all for the best. You know, I really do think that. I remember there was a time, story time, story time, because you know, I always have story times on all these um, episodes. And sometimes I feel like when I listen back to my recordings, I talk way too fast because I'm super excited to get it all out and I need to learn to just slow down. So I remember this was years ago, back in the day, 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 right? Me and the guy, we had just ended things, you know, due to distance and Mother's Day was like the following week. And I still got his mom a gift from, um, things remembered. I got her the same gift I got my mom. Um, and at that time, I didn't think it was anything wrong, but I got them like a nice jewelry case with a nice bracelet. The jewelry case had their initials on it. No, it had their name on it. And then the bracelet had their initials on it. And then, you know, the little um, bracelet came in a nice bag from Things Remembered. It was really nice. And I spent probably a good 40 bucks each. And I remember I told one of my best friends and she was like, girl, why would you do that? You're not with her. Or excuse me, whoa. <laughs> you're not with her son and I was like well it was just so soon and I thought it'd be best to do and she's like I wouldn't have done anything now you guys out there listening will probably agree with her and you guys will probably agree with what I said or what I did but you know you live and you learn and as you get older you know you learn things and what to do and what not to do and sometimes you may not it was just out of the kindness of my heart and you know at that point I was thinking we may get back together so this is going to be like a nice gesture a nice thing to do and I really did it from the kindness of my heart not because I felt like I needed to do it or because I wanted us to get back together because I knew that wasn't going to happen. Like, it's not like one day you're not going to be away from me. It's the distance and a lot more other things. But I digress. Anyways, meeting the family or meeting the parents, whatever, whether you're meeting the mom and then you're going to meet the dad next or you're meeting both of them together. The thing I will say is, excuse me, guys, is to be yourself. Do not put up a front, you know, go in there respectful wear clothes that is acceptable. You know what I mean? Like if you wear short shorts around your boyfriend, you know, don't wear that around the family because you only get one time to impress them. And in the first few seconds, they're already judging you. They're judging hard. So going there with an open um, attitude, knowing that, hey, listen, I'm going in and I'm going to meet them for the first time. And I want to give a good impression. I know um, 
it helps to know a little bit about the family. I mean, or the parents, you know, like, hey, what is it that they like so that you can bring something? It's like, you know, a nice a nice gesture. So, um, whether it's wine, whether it's, um, I don't know, wine is always good. If they like wine, get wine. Um, or you could get them like a card, you know, or something like that, especially if you go for the holidays. I know for me, I wanted to do that, but I didn't get the card in time and I wanted to do a thank you card, you know, cause I went for Thanksgiving, but I didn't get the chance to order it on time. So I ended up ordering a red velvet cake because I asked, you know, my boyfriend like, hey, do they like red velvet cake? And he was like, yeah, they do. They also like wine. One of my friends was like, don't do wine because they're going to think you're an alcoholic. Now looking back, I wish I would have brought wine. Even though the cake was good, y'all. The cake was good. The red velvet cake was good, but it was just, it was a lot of cake. Because it was a huge cake for like a few of us. And I was like, I don't know if we're all going to finish it. Because after a few days, you're like, okay, I'm tired of the cake. Let's just move on. But if I would have brought wine, you know, that's going to go in a couple of minutes, <laughs> not even hours or maybe an hour or two. So that's what I would do next time. Plus I got asked, did you make this cake? And obviously it didn't, it came, it came from someone that I know who's a baker. So yeah, but I would say just be yourself, be honest, give, give and maintain good eye contact. Um, you know, be respectful, call them by their last name. Don't call them by their first name, even if they say do it because you know, you, I grew up where, Hey, I respected my elders. I have good manners and I would never call a parent by their first name. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't. It's just not something that I feel like I would do. But hey, to each their own. But I mean, it just depends. Anytime I met the family, I always like dressed really nice. And um, I was always very respectful to each one of them. And I made sure though that whatever was going on in my relationship, I didn't tell them anything. Because your relationship is between you and that person. Now, if you may say certain things to like your mom or your dad, like, hey, what do you think about this or blah, 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 and they give you good input, that's great. But again, not saying everything or disclosing everything (coughs) to your folks is is what I mean. But anyways, meeting the parents is something special. Um, I know nowadays, sometimes it kind of seems like, oh, it's not as important as it was back then because now guys are taking you home to meet their family within a few months or, you know, you may not be the one and you're broken up in five months. And, you know, so I won't say like meeting the parents is something super special because they could be just bringing you home just to see what the family thinks. And if the family is like, nah, then they're done with you. You know, where back in the day, I felt like bringing a, a, a guy or a girl home meant like you are serious. You really like this person and you really see a future with the person. But sometimes nowadays I feel like it's just, hey, you're meeting the, you're meeting the family. It is what it is. It's not anything like that. But, you know, for me, I would say in every experience I've had a good, I've had, I've always had good experiences. I've always had a good time um, which, with each and every um, one of the, the, the you know, parents I met. If y'all have not got a chance to, to listen to um, my um, couples convo with my boyfriend, please do so. It's a great one. And it, I know he probably sounds a lot older than y'all are thinking, because I know some of y'all are probably like, your man sounds like he is, you know, very experienced. Okay, quote unquote experienced, but he is not, you know, he is not. Um, we are definitely in that same age bracket. But I would say he has an old soul. I would say that an old soul, which is not a bad thing, y'all. It's not a bad thing. One of the things I will say is, um, I was going to say when you're picking out a mate, but no, you don't pick out a mate. You know, you meet someone and you're like, Hey, do we click? Do we get along? Do we have any similarities? And sometimes it may take a long time. Y'all, let me tell you something. 
it took me some time, and I mean months, y'all, to kind of get it together and get it right because I was always used to me, myself, and I, and not having to, you know, share or, you know, my feelings and things like that. And that really, really took a toll on me because if something is bothering you, you have to let your other, your significant other know at that moment and not wait it out until weeks later. And I know some ladies, we do that all the time. We wait it out and then we tell them later on and, and they're trying to figure out when was this? So my biggest advice or thing is make sure you let your, your, you know, your significant other know what is going on so that they can fix the problem right, right then and there versus I didn't know about this issue. I wish you would have told me. Now I feel bad. You know, um, one of the things about me that I've learned is I have to be more vocal, but at the same time, I don't want to complain about every little thing or make it seem as if I'm complaining about things, you know, because something may bother you that they do one day. And then a few days later, they may do something else that bothers you. And it could be something so small, but to them, to them, they think it's small, but to you, you're like, this is a big deal, but they don't know it unless you tell them. So, but one of the things I will mention is if you don't tell them what's wrong, they won't know. But once you tell them, they will fix it. I mean, if they really like you and they really want to be with you, they'll fix the issue. They'll fix the situation what it is that you want to be changed, you know? So um, make sure that you do keep that in mind. Keep boundaries if you have boundaries that you want kept for a certain time or until you're married, until you're engaged um, and things like that. I feel that, you know, when you really like someone, you really care for someone, you're going to make the necessity, you're going to make the necessary changes to um, make sure that you guys are on the same page. But yes, for me, I had to learn a lot, y'all. I had to learn so much and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I remember just crying, getting headaches, being frustrated because I would keep my emotions bottled up inside. And you never want to do that because then when it gets too much for you, sometimes you may just say things that shouldn't be said and then you can't take back those words. And, you know, you don't want to harbor your feelings inside because it's not doing anything for you because that other person doesn't know what's wrong. So just make sure that you kind of do let them know what is going on. I wanted to talk about also Married at First Sight. I finally got a chance to see, what, is it season nine or season 10? I think season 10. It's one of those where um, I had the four couples, two were black, two were white. Listen, I don't remember their names all at once. But anyways... Um, it was the one with the virgin, the girl that was a virgin. And I remember watching it. I finally got a chance to see it all on Netflix. And I remember seeing it. And, um, you know, I, I've always said, I don't think I would, I would never do something like that, you know? And I asked my boyfriend, like, do you think that if you get on a show to be married at first sight, that is pretty desperate. And he was like, yeah, because you're, you're, when, if you think about it, you're totally, you are marrying a complete stranger. You don't know who this person is and you are learning them for the first time after you've been legally married. And to think that they're on like, they've been through so many seasons, like people really want to do this. Like it is freaking huge. I think the thing about the show that I saw that um, was interesting was the fact with the virgin, I forget her name, Iris, Iris, that's her name, Iris. Iris was a virgin. She, um, you know, got married and the guy's mother told the, you know, told her son, hey, you know, you're marrying a virgin. First of all, that should never have been her place to have done that. It should have been Iris's place to tell, the, you know, her now husband, her situation. 
And so when she did tell her husband, it was kind of like he had to act surprised, even though he already knew. But I think that did play a huge factor in him not wanting to stay together with her. And also because she just wasn't mature as he would have expected her to be at the age of 27. And I, I do understand where he's coming from. I wish, though, that they could have tried to work it out because, you know, marriage is a legal contract, right? It's legally binding. So it's going to be there forever. Hey, you were married, unless you get annulled. And I'm sure there are certain requirements for that. But um, I wish they could have made it work and see what would have happened. If you needed some space, had some, do some space, but don't get divorced. You know what I mean? If you need space where you're like, hey, I need to sleep in this room tonight, but not like spaces in, hey, I'm at an, an, an apartment and you're at the house and we're apart for, you know, months or days or weeks. But, you know, you could tell she was really sad. And um, I think it was good that she didn't give it up. And I know that um, that was great that she kept her morals and values and that she's like, I'm going to stick this through till I'm married because it's so rare to see that. And then seeing all the other couples and what they've experienced. And I remember um, the guy, Matt, the tall one, basketball player, the way how he did the girl was so dirty, y'all. I mean, the fact that he told on the reunion that he knew that he wasn't attracted to her within the first 15 minutes of them getting married. What? And that he just looked at her as a friend. I, I, I felt hurt for the girl because she was like, if you felt this way, why didn't you let, you know, the experts know this early on so that, you know, you didn't waste her time. She didn't get heartbroken. You didn't have to, you know take her to have sex with her all these times if you just thought that she was just a friend to you why waste her time I said number one probably exposure you know to kind of get himself out there on tv number two you get a free trip to Antigua you get an apartment to live in you know what I mean you get all these excursions and things to do for free you know you get a lot of things that you're pocketing that you don't have to pay so, I mean, he probably did it for the experience. Yes, he said he regressed it 100%, but some people may go on it to become an opportunist. You know, they have the exposure, they're out there. And I, I think that's a silly way to do it by getting married. But you know what? People nowadays surprise me all the time. But the other two couples that did stay married, I'm very happy for them. The black couple, I was rooting for them, and I'm glad that they stayed together. And the other couple, they're great. The one that said, um, you give me basic white Caucasian sex, that's like a whole, like, she is like pocketing on that, because I think she has like a coffee mug or whatever out. And I was like, what is basic Caucasian white sex or whatever, like basic Caucasian sex? I ain't Caucasian, so I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, that's different. But hey, to each their own. But anyways, it was a good show overall. I'm glad I got a chance to finish watching it. You know, I was excited because I really wanted to see the ending and what happened and everything like that. And one of the things I will say is that Matt did try and portray an image that wasn't his. And you could tell even on the show that he was saying all the right things. He was saying, yeah, I want this to work. But then at the end, when he said, let's get a divorce, it's like his whole demeanor changed. It was like he was himself. Like he did not care about Amber is her name. He didn't care about her. He like just brushed her off as if it was whatever. And it was sad to see how he treated her. And I was like, wow. That is so sad. And, you know, to know that he was out there going out to the bars, getting phone numbers, going home with girls. And the fact that she gave him a curfew for two something in the morning, like you don't give your husband a curfew to come home at two something in the morning. It was either two or two thirty. Like you were married. Why is he out there without you, first of all? And throughout the week, like there, that is no respect. And so I felt bad for her. But I see that on her Instagram that she's booed up. So that's a good thing. I'm happy for her on that. And I hope that this one treats her good because... You know, some guys will prey 
on women that are very vulnerable. And the same goes for women. They'll prey on men that are very vulnerable. And you want to make sure that when you're in a relationship that you're with someone that cares just as much as you, just as much as you care about them and that they're not going to hurt you and that they're going to treat you with respect, that they're going to not ever take advantage of you and that they are going to want to help better you to become better for yourself. And they're going to see some flaws in you that they're like, Hey, don't do this. Don't do this. Maybe you should try this way or this way instead, you know, to, to help you in ways that you are not probably have your greatest strengths in and you want the same vice versa for them as well. And I think that's good. And I think one of the things is we can learn from each other. And that's how it should be in a relationship. It's like a partnership, right? But when you're married, it is. But you want to treat it like that when you're dating that, hey, you know what I mean? I want to check with you to see what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And at the same time, still having your own individuality and doing things for yourself, but at the same time, doing things together. You know, right now during quarantine season or doing, you know, uh, this uh, virus going on, we can't do much, but I think you can be around a few people. And I mean, as long as you know that they're healthy and they're not sick, then do it and spend time with them. You know, whether it's in person or whether it's on video chat, go for it. I was driving by the mall and there was like a group of people outside and they're like had their cars parked and they were outside and it was more than 10 people, y'all. And I was like, some people just can't follow directions. You know, there's always a few of them. You know, we just can't get it right. But you know what? Maybe one day, maybe one day. But I hope that y'all are doing great during this time. I hope that y'all are staying safe, that y'all are eating good. I know for me, I have, and um, I need to start getting back to working out because I'm not trying to blow up. But um, for some of y'all that are out there that are like, listen, I feel defeated. Like I said before, the Bible app is a great app that you can um, tune into, listen, uh, that you can download from your phone, and it's, uh, it's easily accessible. Check it out if you haven't. You know, catch up on some Netflix, catch up on some YouTube videos. By the way, catch up on my YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash God's Masterpiece 22. You know, I'm always coming out with new content, and I should have done one on this hair, but I was such in like, in disbelief that my hair was the way that it was, that I was like, I can't even do a video even if I wanted to. So we will not be doing a video on that. But I do do videos on different things. So definitely check that out. Um, and I mean, I hope that y'all just stay safe. Um, get y'all masks if you don't have masks. I'm still seeing people out here walking around with no mask as if this thing is not going on. We are still in a pandemic. It hasn't changed, you know, overnight. People are going in grocery stores, not being protected. Please, 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 please do what's best and do the right thing. Um, anyways, I hope that y'all stay safe. Um, stay around loved ones. Um, let's see. Enjoy the warm weather if you do have it where you're at. Y'all, I couldn't wait for Illinois to warm up because I was like, listen, listen, Linda, it is too cold out here and I'm ready to put on some shorts, even though I haven't yet, but and I need to stock up on some more winter clothes anyways. So this gives me a time now, but it's really nice and it's unfortunate because we can't really go anywhere because of this whole situation, but I'm praying and hoping that soon enough we'll be back to normal. Anyways, y'all stay safe. Like I said before, um, enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday. Um, and I will be back next week with another episode right here on beauty, travel, and sophistication. Y'all be blessed and share this episode with others around. And again, check out my YouTube video at youtube.com forward slash God's masterpiece 22. All right, y'all.